Thank you so much, Lagos, for sticking with us on 92.3 Inspiration FM. Captain Smart is my name on the Drive Time Show. And this is Transformation Moment on Radio. And we believe that uh, joining us, your business and your career will be transformed during these moments that we're in. My guest from Business School Netherlands are seated in the studio to do this for the next uh, quarter of an hour or so. First of I have Adebi's Adeoti uh, in the studio with me. Uh, Mr. Adeoti, good evening and welcome to the studio. Good evening, Captain Smart. Thank you so much for coming. And uh, returning today is Bob Iloka. Bob, good to see you as always. Thank you so much, Captain Smart. Well done. And um, Adebisi is a seasoned professional with over a decade of diverse functional experiences within top-tier organizations across the manufacturing sector. He's presently the country manager, Nigeria, and business manager for East, West, and Central Africa of the Coatings Division of Dow Chemicals. DBC is, pas- is passionate about education, sustainability, and community development. Aside from his primary assignment, he serves as the chair and focal point for diversity and inclusion in Africa for Dow and regularly volunteers to help his local community in Lagos. Of course, for him to be here, you should know by now, he's a proud graduate of Masters in Business Administration MBA from the prestigious Business School Netherlands. And he holds a bachelor's degree before that time in Industrial Chemistry from the University of Ilorin right here in Nigeria. One more time, uh, Mr. Adebis Adeoti, good to have you on the program this evening. Yeah, happy to be here. Carlos. Yeah. And for him to be here, so this is not a local champion. We're talking transnational business today. So this guy, uh, you, see, you should see the profile here. Uh, country manager Nigeria and business manager East, West and Central Africa. So that's why we're going to be talking to him about uh, transnational business development this evening. So Mr. Adeoti, very quickly, uh, it's a big word transnational is a big word so talk to us quickly uh, what do you think this is uh, when we're talking about transnational business development now and thank you captain Smart. so basically what we're saying where we what we refer to as transnational business is uh you know what we call international business mm. you know basically you have um, it's a structure where you have a company's global activities and they are co- coordinated via like um, a corporation, you know, where they are interdependent on each other. You have the um, head office sitting global, globally somewhere, mm. usually Europe, you know, Middle East or the, uh, North America. And this uh, global corporation, you know, have their subsidiaries and entities, you know, around the world. Mm. So that's it. So it, basically, international business. Yes, sir. Mm. From country to country. Okay, so talking transnational business development now, uh, as an expert in this area, what, in your view, uh, do you think are the imperatives of uh, the development of this kind of a business? Yeah, thank you. It's important to have a, you know, a strategy for you to go into this type of uh, business. It's important, you know, to have your for for your work to be like centralized sort of if you're going into transnational or international business the number one key thing you should do is you know the research 
you're coming from the U.S., you know, from Europe. You don't come into African country and just expect that the same strategy that works, you know, in North America or in Europe will work in a country like Nigeria, Ghana, or Ethiopia. So it's very important, you know, you understand that, you know, the local responsiveness and the characteristics of the domestic, uh, the domestic uh, customer. Hmm. So market research is very, very important in this area. Also, you need to have an expansion strategy in place. You know, in manufacturing, we basically deal with uh, the movement of products, you know, from one country to the other. So for a global company, you know, like ours, if we want to serve uh, African countries, where does it make sense, you know, to have uh, the plant situated? Where do you, if you want to move a product to, to Nigeria, does it make sense? moving it from the U.S. or you think it's, you know, closer to move it from Europe. Mm. And uh, in making this decision, it's not just about distance. Also, the, there are other benefits, you know, you have to look, look into. For instance, in Africa, for South East Africa, for instance, we have what we call Comesa, which is a common market for Eastern and Southern Africa, consisting of uh, 21 states. Mm over half a billion people doing business you know wow. here so what this means is the, this 21 states they can do business with each other without having to pay duty mm. so if you have commerce and you have a, a plant for instance in egypt it doesn't make sense you know moving products from europe because automatically you know your products are more expensive mm. because the guy coming from egypt you know can sell the products at a lower price you know in um in Africa, mm. we have the same, you know, in West Africa with the AFCTA. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I was going to I, that was my next question <laughs> to you, you know, you know, so unfortunately, that's not, uh, you know, going the way it should. Mm. Um, I, and I'll say this is for Nigeria because for other countries, you know, like Ghana, like Togo, mm. they are maximizing, you know, this advantage and are leveraging you know, on these policies, you know, to do inter-trades. So, so what's Nigeria's problem, really? Because this is the biggest market in sub-Saharan Africa. We have the numbers, you know, everybody wants to do business with Nigeria. So why are we not taking advantage of this free trade area? I would say uh, leadership and regulation, mm. you know. And this is personal opinion, you know, basically. So... You have this policy, you know, in place, but, you know, people, there's no structure on the ground on how to do this. As we say, people move up products, you know, from outside Nigeria to Nigeria without, you know, having to pay duty. Mm. But Nigeria really should be maximizing this because, I mean, we are, our manufacturing is not like totally bad. We can, you know, really maximize, you know, a lot by, you know, exporting some of what we produce here to the neighboring uh, countries like uh, Benin Republic, like Togo, just like Ghana is doing. Mm. Ghana's economy, you know, is big not because, you know, the consumption there is very large, but because, you know, they can easily access their neighboring countries by road, you know, and move their products there without any, you know, sort of trouble, mm. you know, for them. So Nigeria needs also to get on board. This is the way forward. We have uh, the people. You know, over 200 million people here and our manufacturing really is not bad. So we really need to get on board mm. uh, on this. And there's another argument that uh, for the AFCTA to succeed, you know, that we need to look at our ports, 
here in Nigeria and uh, make sure that we're not a dumping ground for the rest of Africa. Do you see anything we're doing in that regard? Uh, as regards the ports, we're not doing much, you know, really. And we really should be, this sector also needs to be, you know, well looked at. Um, unfortunately, most of the products that come into Nigeria has been, 70-80% has been directed to the Apapa and Tinkan ports. Mm. Meanwhile, we have other ports, even smaller ones like Ikorodu. Hopefully, the free trade zone too will come on board and you have, you know, the honor ports, mm. you know, as well. I think this needs to be, you know, utilized, you know, properly. Also, technology needs to come in in this area as well. Uh, not all the products that come into Nigeria, you know, the custom officer, you need to physically assess. <laughs> you know, there should be a few companies where you trust that, okay, what they're saying is true. Mm. And you should be able to direct them to smaller pots, you know, for the inspection or, you know, what have you, just to make it easy. A lot of, uh, you know, the problem we have at the, at the port is just manual-based, you know, which is not what, with the age of technology now, we really shouldn't, you know, be doing this. Mm-hmm. We, there are concepts like, you know, pre-clearance, where, you know, organizations can clear their products even before they arrive, and they can take them, you know, straight to their factory. We have a factory in Ikorodo, you know, now. Once the ship bets, I just need to take a smaller boat, you know, to truck it to, you know, my factory in Ikorodo. Why do I need to remove it, you know, from the sea, face the traffic, you know, of Lagos, and, uh, you know, start finding my way, you know, to Ikorodo. And this is really costing the company, uh, the country a lot of money and, you know, a lot, lot of, you know, losses in also, you know, not environmentally, you know, really friendly for us. I thought we had signed the ease of doing business uh, bill into law how has that helped we sign a lot of bills <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> but uh if you you know you're one of the people that are really doing doing business you know especially in the manufacturing you know segment in nigeria um it's a totally different case from what you know we see that these bills you know are passing online mm. again i go this is majorly due you know to having the right regulators, you know, in place. I think the people at the top do, you know, make some effort in trying to sign the right bill and all that. But, I mean, this is what happens when you don't have a great talent and people with, you know, adequate skills, you know, to make sure that whatever bill you've signed into law are being upheld. Mm. It's Transformation Moment on radio and it's a business school, Netherlands. And I'm talking with... uh, my guest, first of, uh, you've been listening to Mr. Adibis Adelti in the studio here. And of course, I have uh, Bob Iloka with me. And we're talking about uh, transnational business development. That's what uh, uh, Adelti has been speaking to me about. Before I go to Bob, uh, Adibis, tell me, you were at Business School Netherlands and uh, you were there for the Action Learning MBA program. Can you tell us how that has impacted your career? And even your personal life. Okay. Thank you. Action learning is, you know, if you're a science-oriented student, there's what you do and you call um, industrial training. You know, why you're in the university or polytechnic. So uh, as a student, you are supposed to, you know, enroll in a three-month program, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and um, 
you know, go to a, a, a company, an industry where you want to where you want to work when you graduate, and um, you know, try and see what they do there physically. That's the concept Action Learning brings. Mm. So it will be taught about strategy, marketing, operations, and at every of this, you know, time you have any of these courses, you are encouraged, you know, to develop a paper where you know you solve problem as regarding this area of study in your organization and that is you know how action learning has you know helped me also you know professionally during you know my stay in a, a bsn business school netherlands it was able to you know see new ways where we can generate market entry strategies for some of the markets we were not operating at the time mm. and that has you know helped me you know elevate in my career you know today mm. Uh, that's very good to know. So, Bob, let me come to you. Uh, Adebis have been speaking so well yeah. about uh, Business School Netherlands. Uh, he's a proud uh, uh, graduate from that school. So, w- what makes MBA this unique? Because everyone who comes here on Tuesdays, they're always talking about this. So, what's the uniqueness of MBA, really? Thank you very much, Obtain from there. Mm. So, I would say the practical nature of the Business School Netherlands is top-notch. It's one of the best you can ever encounter. Business School Netherlands has different approach to different um, situations in organizations, businesses, and all of that. So one thing for me that I really find very attractive about Business School Netherlands is the ability to be able to track your success rate in every step you go. So let's say you're doing something on operations. When you're done with your operations management program, you would even give a testimony of how well you have covered the operations management gaps and how to, you know, solve problems and all of that. So to me, it's a sol- it's, a, it's 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 a, it's an MBA that solves problems. Mm. You know, it's not the type of MBA you do and then you say, ah, this MBA is just there to put um, your certification uh, certificate in the cupboard and all of that, all of that. No. This is the MBA that you need to solve problems. So the action learning pattern is very, very hands-on. So to me, the practical nature of BSN MBA is top-notch. Yeah. I like the fact that they keep saying that they use it to solve problems in their own organizations. Exactly. And not uh, telling us uh, what happened in one company in Cambodia. Exactly. You know? <laughs> but exactly. so you're yeah. practicalizing exactly. it. So someone wants to reach Business School Netherlands. Uh, how do they do that? Uh, if they want to enroll... And how do programs uh, in this institution run? Okay, thank you. So there are very a lot of ways to reach out to Business School Netherlands, which I'll start with the online pattern. You can reach us through our website, which is www.bsnmba.org, or you can reach us through any of the social media handles. You can reach us on YouTube and LinkedIn at Business School Netherlands Nigeria or Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram on BSN Nigeria. You can even call our hotline, which is 080-329-39941. Or you can come to the physical center here in Lagos, which is number 8, Adekule Fajiri Way, Ikeja Jari. Thank you so much.
Thank you so much. Uh, it's so good to have you today, Bob Iluka. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. And um, the transnational businessman, I like to call him uh, Adebis Adeuti, it's such a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Happy yeah. to be here. Thank you. That's our time on the Transformation Moment on radio this Tuesday with Business School Netherlands. Do find time to join us again next Tuesday at 5.35 for a fresh package. Captain Smart is my name. See you then.